Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Monday, May 22nd, 2023 in the Gregorian calendar and the 2nd of Sivan 5783 in the Hebrew calendar. Now, let's get to the news. During an overnight raid in the Balata refugee camp in the northern West Bank, Israeli forces reportedly killed at least three Palestinians. The men who were brandishing guns at the scene were later identified as members of the Al-Aqsa Martyrs Brigade, which is an armed group operating within the West Bank. The Palestinian Health Ministry confirmed their deaths and reported six other injuries, with one person in critical condition. The Israeli Defense Forces, or IDF, states the operation was meant to arrest terror suspects. The IDF also discovered an explosives lab and confiscated weapons during the raid. In late 2021 and throughout 2022, there were a slew of terror attacks on Jewish people carried out by Palestinians in Israel, and since then, the IDF has been on a mass campaign to remove the perpetrators. Since the launch of that campaign, 111 Palestinians in the West Bank have been killed, including three men that we mentioned today. Most of them were killed while trying to carry out attacks on the Israeli forces or when clashing with Israeli security officers who were trying to conduct arrests. Since the beginning of 2023, 19 people have been killed. Some of the people included in that number were reportedly casualties, and the IDF is conducting investigations into those specific lives lost. An Israeli soldier has been injured during a car ramming attack in the town of Huara in the northern West Bank. The soldier was on duty when a vehicle accelerated toward him and rammed into him. Another soldier nearby shot toward the vehicle, which then fled the scene toward Nablus. The injured soldier was taken to a hospital in Petak Tikva, and a manhunt for that driver is underway. Quara has been the scene for a number of attacks in recent months, and tensions are high between Israelis and Palestinians in that area. Prime Minister Netanyahu and Finance Minister Bezalel Smotrich have reached an agreement with the Orthodox United Torah Judaism Party right before the budget vote in the Knesset, which is underway today. The agreement ensures the budget framework will remain unchanged and no revisions will be made. As for the yeshiva students and the budget allocated to them, these religious studies students will receive a one-time grant from January to June, and any additional needs will be covered using leftover funds from the Orthodox Education Coalition funds. Prior to the agreement, several coalition lawmakers had expressed uncertainty about their vote, with 14 members saying they were not sure if they would approve the budget in their vote. Things got pretty tense over the distribution of coalition funds worth about 14 billion shekels or 3.86 billion U.S. dollars, with many members of Knesset threatening to leave the coalition and topple the government, sending everybody back to the voting booth. 
Netanyahu urged coalition partners to stop making threats and unreasonable demands. The budget proposal for 2023 is 400. 84.7 billion shekels, that's 132.7 billion U.S. dollars, and 513.7 shekels, or 140.6 billion U.S. dollars, for the following year of 2024. Just a note here about the yeshiva students. I mention that because the yeshiva students were a big point of contention for many of the Orthodox members of the coalition. They didn't want to approve the budget without securing certain funds for the yeshiva students. Yeshiva is a religious institution. So that's why I mentioned that they are going to get a, a one-time stipend, but there's a lot more that goes into it, and we can talk about that on a different day. Direct negotiations on judicial reform in Israel have been postponed again. Lawmakers have been recently prioritizing the budget debates and voting sessions that are underway, and so they didn't want to deal with the judicial reform. You may have heard about that here on my show. If you have not, I will give you the brief brief. The country is working to pass a judicial overhaul, but there are a lot, a lot of critics that are showing up in the streets in protest week after week trying to stop it. The main tenets of this reform is to give the government more power in choosing who gets assigned to the bench in terms of the judges on the bench, as well as offering a veto power so that if the government doesn't like a solution that the high court has passed, they have an option to veto it. So basically taking away a lot of the power from the Supreme Court. President Isaac Herzog's office confirmed that separate intensive meetings will be held with representatives from both the coalition and the opposition throughout this week. Despite two months of talks, no substantial progress has been made. Protests against the judicial overhaul and the state budget continue with demonstrators urging opposition parties to walk away from compromise talks. Thank you to all of you for your interest in Israeli affairs. Israeli politics our world politics, and thank you to those of you who are joining us on Patreon for the Israel Daily News Roundtable, which is a group I'm opening that will break down and discuss the news on a monthly basis. With the latest news, I am sure we have plenty to discuss via Zoom. If you have not signed up yet and wish to, go to patreon.com backslash Shanna Fold. I'll be setting up a session for our Israel Daily News community this week, and we're all going to get an opportunity to share our feelings and ask questions. So if you want to be a part of it i'm actually working between today and next tuesday or next wednesday to set up a session so that everybody can get a part of it so if you want to sign up again go to patreon.com backslash shanna fold i want to thank all of you who personally finance and fund the israel daily news podcast i would not be able to financially or emotionally continue without your support so thank you for sending monthly contributions You can do that with a link in the show notes if you're interested in making a contribution. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Two, you can share the show with a friend. And three, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at israeldaily.news as well as Shanna Fold. My name has two N's in it and I'm very sensitive about that. You can also find us on Twitter at Israel Podcast. And just a little note before we head back to the news, tonight the Sunset Series event continues for internationals here in Tel Aviv who are in their 20s and 30s. 
I am your host, of course, and I host the Sunset Series for Tribe Tel Aviv, which is an organization that I run in order to support Olim Chadashim, or new immigrants and internationals, here in Tel Aviv. Tonight, I'll be having the famous Rudy Rachman come speak to our crowd about the new era of Jewish empowerment. I hope to see many of my Israel-based listeners at the spot tonight. You can get information about the event on social media and Eventbrite if you look us up, Tribe Tel Aviv, and you'll be able to find out the details about tonight. We start at 7 p.m. And lastly, this past weekend, I spent some time with family friends in the green, pastoral, suburban city of Ma'alot, Israel. The Pulver family are not only longtime friends of my family from New York, but they are also listeners and avid supporters and monthly contributors of the Israel Daily News podcast. A big shout out to them for getting me out of Tel Aviv's concrete jungle this weekend and giving me a little taste of New York right here in Israel. And thank you, as always, for discussing things Israel Daily News podcast related with me so that I know that you're listening. A 25-year-old Israeli from the West Bank settlement of Beitar Elite has been detained on suspicion of exploiting computer servers at the Biological Institute in Nesiona. The individual who works for the company provides services to the institute and allegedly used the servers to schedule hundreds of passport appointments with the intention of selling them. The Interior Ministry has been struggling to meet the high demand for passport appointments, which is a big backlog due to the pandemic, leading some Israelis to seek shortcuts, even at a significant cost. Now, mind you, you don't pay for a passport appointment. The police cyber unit launched an investigation on this, and the suspect has been apprehended for questioning. The case will be brought to the magistrate's court in Rishon Litzion. And a light little story about Israeli actress Gal Gadot. She received an honor from the Israeli-American Council and Israel's consulate in Los Angeles Wednesday at an official celebration for the Jewish state's 75th anniversary Independence Party. Now, this was Gal Gadot, as well as a number of other notable Israelis, including Miriam Adelson, physician and philanthropist. Upon being presented her award, the 38-year-old actress and American-Israeli sweetheart said, Israel is my heart and my home. We all here are deeply proud of our Jewish homeland. This celebration is a testament to our unity, our strength. She also said this, As an Israeli living in America, I am very aware of the importance of maintaining a strong connection and of building bridges between the American and Israeli people. Our backgrounds might be different, our journey's unique, but our collective goal is shared. Gal Gadot is releasing a new project for Netflix. It's called Heart of Stone, and it's expected to come out in August. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Monday, May 22nd, 2023. Tel Aviv has a low of 19 degrees Celsius and a high of 28 degrees. That's 67 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 83 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News Podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up 
to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. You can sign up for that at israeldaily.news. I sent out the newsletter last night with details about my recent achievement of providing research for a Showtime series called Ghosts of Beirut. I was the only Israel researcher on this project, and I offered six months of research to Showtime. It was a big experience for me. The premiere was Thursday night in Israel with the Yes Network, which is premiering the show as well here in Israel. And this week, it premieres in the United States with Showtime as well. I interviewed a ton of heads of state for this docudrama I did a lot of research. I got into the weeds on the first and second Lebanon wars. It is thrilling, and I hope that you enjoy this docudrama. If you watch it, you can keep an eye out for my name at the end of the credits. You'll see there. It says Israel Research Shanafold. Now I'll send you off with a song called Paraparim by Ya'ara Sholian, a talented Israeli singer. Have a great and productive day and an excellent week. Thank you.